0: That doesn't do it. Try utosf.org. Oh, okay. And you can, hear it. Test. Test.
1: can you hear? Test. <coughs> Test. I don't hear it coming through your speakers. So I wish I had more time to prepare for this. Um, probably only take about maybe five to ten minutes at most. And if you have any questions, you can certainly ask me. Um, so basically, let me start by saying what my interest in this was. Um, I was charged with uh, writing a friend to a database at where I work. And, I first started out uh, thinking that Django was the way to go because it came with a lot already. Then I got turned off by all the JavaScript I'd have to write. So I started searching around for something else and I thought, why don't I try OpenOffice Base? Um, I found out it could be scripted with Python. Except, uh, Turned out to be not as uh, not as good as I expected, and I sort of gave up on it after after I played around with it for about a week. Um, well, the the database form views were not not very good. Um, they looked kind of rough. Still, like there's a lot of refining that still needed to be done on the UI. And um, and in, or, in order to get any kind of a functionality going in the back end, I'd have I I also got kind of turned off by how much code I'd have to write and and learn at that, and all of the documentation I, I saw beyond the the Hello World Python examples was read the Java code, and I wasn't necessarily interested in reading a lot of Java, so I went back to Django. But anyway, the <coughs> so Microsoft uh, recently pushed through their old XML thing in the ISO. I don't know why they cared that much, seeing that the little of OpenOffice I've seen is pretty enterprise all by itself. I guess they wanted something more enterprise, and you'll see that in a second. So. The cool thing about open office is you can you can script it with Python it's one of I think there's C++ Java and this language called star basic which is I guess some variant of basic so there's this cool graphic here you can appreciate that I guess um, Uh, Typically, OpenOffice bundles its own version of Python, along with everything else. Probably has its own copy of Fortune, too. Um, I'm just guessing. (laughs) So, they've only got 2.4 in there. I think it says it. Oh, 2.3. But, so, I... I just recently got Ubuntu on this so that I could do this presentation, so I could get OpenOffice on it without any problems, and I was kind of pleasantly surprised that Ubuntu had... um, it uses the... the Ubuntu uh, OpenOffice package uses the the distros version of Python, which was nice. So, I'm just going to show you a couple of scripts. Actually, so there's basically two models to how you use Python with OpenOffice. There's this one. Um, I don't think it all fits well. You can see. So you have, you have OpenOffice running all by itself, and you run Python alone, and, and it just has a simple IPC. So you can do that. Um, and then there's this one where you actually have Python running in the UNO process inside of OpenOffice. With this version, that I, I learned about two different ways you can do this. One is you can actually uh, embed a file URL to your script. Well, actually embed the, your Python script in your OpenOffice file, because it's just uh, XML, so you unpack it in and uh, add it in there with a couple of tabs or whatever, or you can do the, the more simple version which i'll show you it which is to just select the file from the GUI so let me let me show you the first thing I'm going to show you um, first of all you can see that I've started OpenOffice with this big ugly command um, that's important uh, for this first model um, so it knows to connect this black arrow thing there, um, so we've got all of those arguments in and it's running it's running on this workspace here so now yeah. so I'm gonna yeah. run I'm gonna run this little script here um, yeah but that's I'm not gonna Which variables? You mean? Oh, yeah. There's something about. claim to understand all of this code right here, um, so you import the UNO, whatever that is, and set up a bunch of this stuff here, um, the only, the real interesting line right here is that, so, we're going to do that. Despite that happening, we got that in our writer file, which is really useful to insert random text into your documents from Python. Um, Okay so there's that, that illustrates this kind of scheme. And you know I I really glossed over this here, but there you have... uh, Full access to the OpenOffice API from Python. So I'm not exactly sure what to what extent that that has significance, but it's probably pretty powerful. Anything you could script with Java, basically, you can script with Python. And um, I'm sure you can find uh, plugins, uh, Python plugins on the web that you can look at. I'll I'll show you some of those towards (laughs) the end. Okay, now now let me show you this uh, scheme here. So, in order to do this, we need a uh, we need to put the script in this this path right here. Any on your distro, it'll be a little different. Of course, Windows is a lot different. Um, So I've I've done that. You can see that. um, So I'm going to run this dialog here. So I go to my macros and run, and it finds it. here in the streets. the other one. yeah the the navigating through the menus navigate through the menus A lot of it is this one goes through laboriously setting up all of these uh, geometrical parameters. Basically, all about as far as I got. Um, anybody have any questions? I'm I'm pretty sure this is this is a you can do a lot of cool stuff with this if you if you have the patience to. There are a lot of there are there is some code that's already been written. Um, Well, each one has its advantages. Um, I I read through all of the intro documentation, and they basically said it's like you develop with the uh, IPC and then when you want to deploy something you either you either put it in the the shared library, custom library, or you embed it in the document. So you seem pretty logical which is the, the second mode. Um, yeah, there's a lot of this base to a Postgres database, and it's not included in the default distribution, but there is a, there is a, a plugin that has, uh, is, is pretty uh, good, pretty stable uh, interface to a Postgres database, and I've used that, in it um, seemed to write, although I didn't actually write any Python. yeah the, the tables and then and then use op- use the tables from a, a Postgres database that was running on a different on a server, and then use OpenOfficeBase to create the forms. I guess you can. It, I guess that all depends on how much of the, how much of OpenOffice you can control via the Python API, and it, there seems to be a lot that you can do. I just haven't, I just didn't really look into it beyond these few little examples. I right, that My guess is you'd use it in the same way that people use uh, uh, Visual Basic for Microsoft Office. That's what I was trying to find. I I wish I would have had a a URL This one, there's this whole, there's a connection mechanism going on. So, yeah, let me just show you that for a a second. So this, this big version is... Uh, uh, inserts this text into the document. But this little one does the same thing. Uh, yeah, and this, the bottom was the internal one. I'm, not sure um, I'm sure once you start writing something more significant, yeah. Yeah. This this bottom screen is different from the top screen so. So I imagine there's a little difference but
0: Pretty much the same. Here's a promise. Did provide the The interface says. The Hack Republic Radio. HPR is sponsored by Caro.net, so head on over to Caro.net for all your hosting